0: If you have your Bible, and I hope that you do, join me this morning in Genesis chapter six. We're going, we're going all the way back to the front, and uh, we're going to talk uh, one of my favorite stories. I have used, I have used Noah in so many different sermons and talks and and messages because there's just so much. There's just so much in his story. And what I love about Noah's story and the account, and, and I, I want to clarify that because we sometimes you hear somebody talk about a story and you think, well, that's what it is. This is some kind of story somebody told and there's nothing to it. This is an account of an actual event that took place that God ordained and, and God used and God led a man to do something very, very specific. And it took a whole lot. And, and this is what we're going to talk about this morning. To me, as I read this over and over and over, over the years, it took a whole lot of faith on, Mo- on Moses, on Noah's part. How many animals did Moses take on the ark, by the way? None. Yeah, yeah, none. Noah did. Anyway, get myself confused this morning. But it, it took a whole lot of faith on Noah's part. And what we're going to see is Noah did exactly what the Lord instructed him to do. But man, when I read this story, one of the, one of the first questions I would ask is, you want me to build what? I mean that that would be my first question is You want me to build what and I think of the one of my favorite movies Evan Almighty, and I could I could stand here this morning and and show you 50 clips from that movie that really kind of sum up where my brain would be if this if these had been Instructions from God for me, but we that's not what we see from Moses God gave Moses some instructions Noah. See, I told you I was I was I was going to get myself mixed up. God gave Moses a whole lot of instructions too, but what we're looking at this morning is Noah. It, he gave Noah a whole lot of instructions that Noah followed, and to set it up for us before we get into Genesis, hold hold your place there in, in your Bible or your glow Bible, but go real quick with me to uh, Hebrews. Chapter 11 because there's there's a verse that's recorded for us there That really gives us It it really gives us the answer To what we're talking about this morning when it comes to faith and the faith that Noah had Hebrews chapter 11 verse 7 it says it was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood he obeyed God who want who warned him about things that had never happened before by his faith Noah condemned the rest of the world and he received the righteousness that comes by faith had never happened before how many times for us in life are there things that are, that are going on that have never happened before to us? And we're asking questions, and we're struggling, and we're pushing back when God's asking us by faith to trust Him and to move forward. And that same thing that we have here in the account of Noah, God gave him instructions. It had never happened before. And Moses, <laughs> I did it on purpose, Noah Nobody was paying attention. Noah pushed through. So anyway, let's let's dig into this account because there's three ideas that I want us to capture this morning from the story in Genesis. The first one, we're going to be in Genesis 6, and we're going to read verses 5 through 9, and we're talking about being different than the crowd. Faith requires that we be different than the crowd. So Genesis 6, again, we'll pick up in verse 5. And it is on the screen for you if, if you want to follow there. It said, The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth, and he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry that he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart. Can you imagine? It broke his heart. And the Lord said, I will wipe this human race that I've created from the face of the earth, yes, and I will destroy every living thing, all the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and even the birds of the sky. I'm sorry that I ever made them. But Noah found favor with the Lord. And then in verse 9, this is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was, was a righteous man the only blameless person on earth at the time, and he walked in close fellowship with God. And, and again, here's, here's what I want us to, to gather from this and talk about for just a couple of minutes. From, through faith, and because of our faith in God, it requires us to be different than the crowd. And, and with Noah... God is asking him to do something completely different completely off track completely opposite of everything that's going on around him in the world I mean, it's from the Lord himself, you know, and and Those are hard words to read that that God Was sorry that he had ever created mankind that he had ever created but you know God gives us that free will and man, up to this point, had taken freedoms that God never intended for man to take. Back to Genesis 3, when sin entered the world, it had just, it had just exploded. The world was full of evil and wickedness. That's what the Word tells us. And it, it broke God's heart. I love those words. It, it broke his heart. But he, he, Noah, Noah stands out. Noah is different There's there's something and and I can imagine you know And I really think that the movie that was made the story of Noah. I really think that was not a great movie I mean theatrically there were some good things, but the story I, I really don't think that was Noah in his time Noah I, I, Noah stood out uh, He's called God calls him a blameless man. He stood out. He was different he believed, he followed God, he, he went against the crowd. How many times have we talked about being different, going against the crowd, but this morning being different from, than the crowd? And notice, notice I didn't say from the crowd, different than the crowd. We're, we're part of the crowd, and we know it from 1 John chapter 2 that We're not to love the world or the things that are offered from the world, but we're to love the father who is in us But we we're different from the crowd. We're different from the world We bring something as followers of Christ. We bring something different to the mix to the table to the crowd that's around us and for us it's it's a matter of what is reflected from within the values that we carry what do our values speak to the world and to the crowd around us because you know we're we we and we talked a lot about this last week when it came to surrender but you know who who are we who are we serving are we exter- serving are we serving the external world around us, the people, places, and things like was happening in that time where people, people were all about themselves and serving those things? Or can we, can we and do we stand out like Noah from our heart as believers, as followers of Christ, looking different, being different, not conforming to the world? Not conforming to the world, but through our faith, conforming to the Lord. Conforming to our Father in heaven so that our lives are a reflection. Our lives are a reflection of God in the world. You know, think back again, verse 6, that he, the Lord was sorry that he had made man and his Heart was broken, but this wasn't Think about it this way. This wasn't because he was talking or thinking and regretting things from the standpoint of a mistake Think about it from the standpoint of the broken heart that you've probably had as a parent with your child And you're not you don't want you don't want your child to go away not always Maybe sometimes, not always. You don't want them to go away, but your heart is broken over the choices that they've made when they know better from the relationship that they have. Make sense? It, it's, it, it, can, it can be confusing, but it's not confusing. You know, God, God wants his creation to flourish and he wants his creation to know him one of the verses that that we rely on when it comes to god's love is john 3:16 you know for god so loved the world that he sent his one and only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life that's the love that god has for his creation and that's the love that we rest in. And that's the love as we live our faith out in the world around us should make us be different from the crowd around us. It's just, it, it, it generates something in us that changes. And think about Noah for a second because this is important. Noah... Noah was different. I've said this already. He stood out. Think about the rejection that Noah got. You know, and, and I, I can think from the standpoint, and I know it's a comedy, but, you know, from the standpoint of the movie, Evan Almighty, he's following God's instructions. And I know this is, this is a, a weird way to look at the, the account of Noah, but he's following those instructions, doing what God has commanded him to do, And what's going on around him? All of his friends give up on him, call him crazy. All of his neighbors are making fun of him, rejecting him. Even his own kids at first are like, you know, you're you're out of your mind. Think about with, with us, with our faith. When we're living our faith different from the crowd, different than the crowd, like I said, different than the crowd, there's rejection. And there's, in the world's terms, there's shame. Because we're different. We look different. We're acting different. And Noah, just like should be for us, Noah obeyed even though it it just had to seem, and this is Heath. I'm not speaking for Noah. I'm speaking for Heath. Because I've already told you I would have asked God, you want me to build what? What? But Noah obeyed even when it seemed foolish. And this, you know, I mean, this is a big thing. This is not, this is not a small thing when we're talking about building an ark to save, to, to save his family. But, you know, there's, there's things that I know that God has asked me to do that in light of the world around me just seem silly. And I make a choice against the wishes of God for, for my life in those small things. And Noah, Noah stayed the course in the big thing. So the question for us, if God was to ask us to do something today in faith, would we do it? And would we believe that he would give us the necessary strength the necessary strength to carry it out. The answer is yes. It's up to us, though, as how we live that out. So let's and let's let's continue on because it's we see in these verses from the life of Noah to be different than the crowd. And then moving on in, in chapter six, second thing I want you to catch is be righteous. Because of Christ. In Genesis 6, moving down uh, to verse 13. Let's read some verses there, 13 through 22. It says, So God said to Noah, I have decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them out, all out along with the earth. Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar, inside and out. Then construct decks and stalls throughout its interior. Make the boat 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 65 feet high. Leave an 18-inch opening below the roof all the way around the boat. Put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat, lower, middle, and upper. Look, I'm about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on earth will die. But I will confirm my covenant with you. So enter the boat, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring a pair of every animal, a male and a female, into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood. Pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal and every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground Will come to you and be kept alive and be sure to take on board enough food for your family and for the animals So Noah did exactly as God had commanded him Let's let's dig into that just to just for a couple of minutes because we know from earlier in the text back to verse 9 we know that Noah was a righteous man. God called him a righteous man. Now now catch this and understand this when we're talking about a righteous man because for us we hear those kind of words. Joe and I hear those kind of words about somebody and immediately for us we're thinking, "Well, we don't measure up to that. We're we're not righteous. I'm a I'm a sinner. I'm not a righteous man." But That's not what the definition is and I'm sharing this with you because Don't I don't want you to hear those kind of things and that's a a Defeat for you something that pushes you back and holds you back We are all righteous. We are made righteous by the blood of Christ. It doesn't mean that we are sinless But it means that we are wholeheartedly loved and we have wholeheartedly committed to obey God walking our step our faith out step by step in and to the world around us that is a righteous person we're living for God we're changed and we're being changed in the process this is an on Going change that's taking place in our lives. Just don't don't get caught up in the word and think that That you are you are counted out Because that word doesn't fit you you're made righteous by the blood of Christ and you know Noah was given a lot of instructions if you if you read those verses again he was given a lot of instructions this long, this wide, this high, this many decks, this, that, this, that. How many times for us, and, and let's, let's step outside of what God is calling us to do. Let's go to Ikea for a minute. And let's buy a new shelf at Ikea. And let's go home and let's put it together in the bedroom, Chris. How many of those instructions do you actually follow? And you don't have to answer that. Because I know. I can see it in your eyes. Because I know how many I follow. I'll read number one, and then I lay it down, and I start putting the shelf together. And then I have to take it apart because it doesn't fit. And that bolt doesn't go there. And then I put it together again, and I take it apart again. Because I didn't follow the instruction and about the third or fourth time when I'm so mad, I'm ready to throw a screwdriver through the wall. I pick up the instructions and I start following them and it's so much easier, right? Man, that shelf will go together so quick and it's square and it holds stuff just like it's designed to do when we follow the instructions. God gave Noah a ton of Instructions and remember we've already talked about this. This is something that's never happened before and God's asked Noah to do something that has to just seem so strange I just I can't imagine what it looked like starting to build this ginormous That's a real word boat when there's no rain Just cause and, you know, your neighbors are coming up. And why are you building this boat? Well, God told me to. Really? You know, I, th- think, pr- think through that. I, I, I think through it, and my, my boat would have looked like that Ikea shelf. Because I would have thought, well, God, this would go a whole lot quicker. If, if you'd just let me do this, or if you'd just let me do that. But God gave Noah some very specific instructions. And we know from verse 12. But Noah was faithful. Noah was a righteous man. And Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him to do. You know, Noah was part of two floods. Noah was part of the flood of evil that had taken over the earth. And then Noah was about to be part of the flood of the water, the flood of the earth that was going to destroy the earth. And he was going to be the only follower, his family, the only followers left if if all this came true. Think about this with me. This is Heath's logic thinking, but I want you to think through this with me when it comes to faith and us following God's instructions. Going to be the only people left. You know how long it took Noah to build the ark? 120 years. This wasn't a, this wasn't a daytime project. This wasn't an Ikea shelf. <laughs> this was supposed to take 20 minutes. 120 years What kind of faith is that? That is faith I can't imagine But thank the Lord that Noah was a righteous and faithful man Because it fulfilled the commands of God that fulfilled God's plan so his son could come Be the salvation for the the earth so that I, so that you, could be a righteous person, pure, holy, blameless. Notice again, I didn't say sinless. Blameless in his sight. Because Noah followed the instructions. For 120 years, for longer than is the average lifespan for us today. I mean, think about all this stuff. This is the kind of stuff that I wrestle with and I process when I'm, when I'm looking at this stuff. It took Noah longer to build the ark than I'm going to be alive because God said he was going to destroy the earth, and my family's, me speaking for Noah, my family's going to be the only one that's going to survive, survive all this. Okay. Is our faith that big? Is our faith that big that the instructions that God gives us, that we will follow them To the T because God said so because we know that he has a plan bigger than anything that we could ever do is our faith that big and are we willing to live our life our project in obedience and in gratitude Catch that, in gratitude because we know that God's going to do something beyond us. Is our faith, is our faith that big? Let's move on. Genesis chapter 7, moving into Genesis chapter 7. Because we do, we see the faith that Noah had in his life and in the last, the, the last point for us this morning and our our heart takeaway today we see in Noah faithfulness when it makes no sense and for us as followers our challenge is to be faithful when it makes no sense Genesis chapter 7 starting in verse 1 When everything was ready The Lord said to Noah, Go into the boat with all of your family, for among all the people of the earth I can see that you alone are righteous. Take with you seven pairs, male and female, of every animal that I have approved for eating and for sacrifice, and take one pair of each of the others. Also take seven pairs of every kind of bird, There must be a male and a female in each pair to ensure that all life will survive on the earth after the flood. Seven days from now, I will make the rains pour down on the earth, and it will rain for 40 days and 40 nights until I've wiped from the earth all the living things that I've created. In verse 5, here it is again. So Noah did everything. That the Lord commanded him to do. Faithful when it makes no sense. And we saw that again in in Hebrews when we started out. That big faith that Noah had. To do everything that the Lord commanded him when it didn't make sense. When the world around him was different. When the world around us is different. To have that kind of faith. To live when it doesn't make to live for Christ when it doesn't make sense, then Noah did. The challenge is for us today: Are we willing to live our faith that way out loud? You know, faith is faith is is a big word. We talk we talk about we talk about faith a lot of times. And for us in our world and in our culture, faith is, is actually given a different connotation than what is meant because for us a lot of times when we talk about faith, we're placing the action on the person that we have our faith in when the action is on us. We try to, we try to push that away on God. We try to push our faith away on Him, waiting for Him to do something instead of trusting Him that He's working things ahead of us and we're living our lives in trust. And you know, just a couple of things from from that text that we just looked at. And and again, think about Noah's faith and how big this was. God told him what to get from the animals to get on the ark. And I I didn't do the math, but something that uh, a commentary I read is estimated, and who estimates this stuff, I don't know, estimated that about 45,000 animals We're part of this. So, God tells Noah, again, we're talking about faith, when it makes no sense. He's already taken 120 years and built the boat, and now God has told him to get the animals, and there's 45,000 of them to be on the boat. Who did this big old roundup? How did did that happen? You know, I, I... to me, that's another one of those things when I think about it, there's another impossible task. There's something God's asking to happen that is there's no way it's going to happen. And I'm going to be arguing with him. I'm, I'm going to be like, oh, God, look, here's the cows. We'll just put a few extra cows on the boat. We're going to miss the yaks because they're not here and they're not paying attention. So we're just a couple extra cows. Remember those instructions from Ikea and those instructions that we fail to follow. But God gave Noah, some, some, again, some specific instructions. And the Bible doesn't tell us how everything took place. But it happened because God ordained it to happen. And God gave Noah the instruction to carry it out. And Noah did everything that God commanded him to do in faith, especially when it didn't make any sense. So for us to wrap up. What has God given us to do? What has God given us to do that we need to just get busy and leave the details to him. And for all of us that's that's different. Each of us have have different directions Different instructions and a different call from God. But what do we need to do and just get busy doing what he said and then leave everything else up to him? Especially because it's not going in in context today. It's not going to make a whole lot of sense. Us together here this morning to plant, to start a church in Pflugerville, Texas, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. There's other churches around here, right? You know, that, that, could be, that could be our attitude. There's other churches around here. But God gave us instructions. And we're here to carry those out. But what for us in our lives, as he asked us to do, that we need to take a step forward. And quit trying to make up the rules of the road as we go. Let's pray together, Father. I I, I do this morning, God. I, I pray that our heart is just a simple yes for your for your directions and and for your instruction. And God that. In faith, that we follow you. And God, we can, we can look at the account of Noah in the Bible and, and look back on that. And and we can come up with all kinds of reasons and excuses. Because we get to see what happened. And God, there's, there's things for us in the direction that you're giving each of us that we don't get to see that yet. You're just simply asking us, God, to trust you and to go forward. And, and Father, I pray that that our response would just be yes and that people would say about us, he or she is doing what the Lord commanded them to do. God, may our faith and our trust in you be that big. And we pray this together in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship together.